Welcome to the Souls and Stardust podcast. I'm Mio. And I'm Shannon. We're two soul sisters navigating through our human experience on a journey towards healing. Join us for a candid and fun discussion on all things spiritual, soulful, intuitive, and magical. Welcome back, everybody. Super excited to have you here on this very special, uh, cheesy Valentine's Day mini-sode. Well, we call it a mini-sode, but it'll probably end up being, you know, us blabbering for a good hour or so. Um, But we want to talk about soulmates, twin flames, loves of our lives, Mm -hmm. whatever you want to label it, all that fun fun stuff um, in honor of the day of love but also an honor because like venus is like you know venus is conju- uh, jumping in aquarius and all that right now with all oh. the stellium of everything else that with everything else about it. everything else and, is in aquarius right now and mercury retrograde so let's go ahead and let's talk about this because how many messages have i gotten so far of people's ex-boyfriends popping up into their lives mm. like mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh yeah, that's classic Mercury retrograde stuff. And I've actually gotten a few messages like that from people too. Like, why would this person be popping up again after so long? And I'm bum, like, bum, duh. Mercury <laughs> because, retrograde. Yes, old things are coming back so you can finish them out and just say no. Just say no. <laughs> and, a, and a new moon. So it's. Oh, yeah, that's tomorrow. So if you're, resetting. whenever you're okay. joining us, yep, yeah, we have a new moon tomorrow. So. Oh, yeah, tomorrow. But we're, okay, so hold on. Today's we're recording on the 10th. Mm-hmm. Of <laughs> so February. it makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. February 10th. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So Shannon and I just wanted to hit on this subject. Obviously we don't know all the answers, so we're just going to say that up front, mm-hmm. but we thought it would make for a really fun discussion. Um, just because we've seen a lot of things, we've read a lot of things, we've seen all kinds of like connections with people, um, just throughout our lifetimes and it, not even whatever the definition that you might think in the of in the movies of what a soulmate would be you know because it can actually be quite bigger than than that but um we definitely just want to bring that up and chit chat about that for a little bit so yeah and even if you were to do is this I get this question a lot and I'm sure you get it too like people who want you to tap into energy for them and, you know, asking about soulmates or the loves in their lives and whatnot. But I get this question a lot. Like, can you have only one soulmate? Like, how do you know if it is your soulmate? So all those types of questions and, um, you know, what are the signs that it's a soulmate? What does it mean if it's a soulmate? And even if you were to do like a quick Google search and look up like what is a soulmate or um, what are the types of soulmates you get such a wide range of explanation and definition (laughs) and it's really important to you to like not tie yourself to any one person's perspective or definitely get obsessive like don't let it don't let it dictate and ruin your life searching for this if you Mm -hmm. feel like you have like you that's part of the biggest thing is just it I just find it a fascinating topic to look into yeah curious like be just be curious, curious about it yeah and open so and curious <laughs> I like to think about these things and, and Mio and I were just talking about this like um we can get really caught up in labels like as humans we have to that's part of our lexicon right like we have to label things we have to define them using words and terms in order to create language and understanding so 
you know, like what is a soulmate? It's divine defined in a number of different ways. And like, it's and depending just, what culture background, yeah. like religion. Yeah. It's just a, it's just a way to label something that feels like a very deep connection. And we can talk about that in more depth, but don't like get caught up in the label of something and try to pay more attention to the feeling and the lessons that come through. That's like my biggest thing is it doesn't matter what you call it. Like if you feel the connection, there's something there for you to be learning from. Yeah. Um, otherwise drawing you in. Yeah. Otherwise you wouldn't pay attention to it. Right. It would be just another person that you're passing on the street, but when you're really drawn into somebody, there's some kind of soul lesson there. So I tend to think of soulmates as those people that draw us in for undeniable, like undeniable, like magnetism. And it doesn't necessarily mean it's romantic. Right. Um, right. But since we're like talking about Valentine's day and the day of love and all that stuff, like we can focus on romance. Yeah. We don't want to, sh- we don't want to <laughs> shit on anyone's <laughs> romance. Where should we start? So what is, you know, what is a yeah. soulmate? Yeah. Okay. Tell me. So if, if I were to try to explain it, I would, ex- I would say that it's that magnetism that you feel or instant recognition um undeniable I don't even want to use the word attraction because I don't want it to it's not just a physical thing I would define it from what I've under from what I understand it's it's a draw and it's a deep bond um feeling very like like you've known that person for all your life and you've just met them Yes. And mm-hmm. I've actually seen soulmates pop up in people's animals as well. So mm-hmm. like deep yes. connections that way, like with their, their dogs and, um, you know, we have it with our children. We have certain best friends like you that just like pop mm-hmm. up out of quote nowhere. And all of a sudden you're, you're resuming the other, you know, where we left off, where we left <laughs> off and somewhere else, some other lifetime. Um, Another thing I've heard is that it is a splitting of two souls or mm-hmm. a splitting of one soul into two different bodies. Um, some can label it as like two parts of maybe being like a counterpart or masculine, feminine mm-hmm. balance. Um, again, we just have to figure out like, okay, is that just our human brain trying to categorize and label it to make it make sense to us? But whatever it is, it's that, that thing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's that special. Um, I don't freaking know, man. Like it's I know just, it's hard. It's the, hard to the, describe it's like it. A family, yeah. It's like mm-hmm. a a deep familial, familiar. Like these are my kin. These are my family. These are part of my people. Like my actual tribe that runs deeper than just you know mm-hmm. this lifetime. I think. Yeah, I think I totally agree with you that it's that feeling of knowing that person and um you know even just upon first meeting them or even like just looking at somebody for the first time and recognizing them like oh my gosh I know that person I I know them I feel them and and then the more time you spend with them you realize this is so comfortable this is so natural this is so this feels very safe and it feels like home. So a lot of times people describe being with a significant soulmate or connection. It feels like being home. Like they, they, yeah. Yeah. Like they've always been there. And Um, I've, you know, being, I've photographed hundreds of weddings at this point and you hear how people met and then you hear 
how they feel towards one another as they pour out their self, pour out their vows, not even in front of people, but even when we do like a private first look or something, and you can just see the connections and the growth and the expansion that happens once they come and join in this lifetime. Mm -hmm. And you can see that like, oh, these people are truly binding to one another. These, these people are truly like, um, two halves to a whole, you know? Um, yeah, it's, it's really cool though. I would also add, so if you are talking romantically, Mm -hmm. yeah. So how does that work? What if it is one soul being in multiple bodies or how does the, how does the soul navigate through? Like, it's like, to me, my brain starts going like, okay, so is it that one person, is it one person or is it that this other soul, this other half is like, can, can incarnate through anybody, but what's the best vibrational match for you is where it comes through. That's an interesting perspective, right? So that's interesting. Um, and again, you guys, as you're listening to this, Mio and I, we talk about this shit all the time because we're trying to like, we're trying to break it down and figure out how the energy works. And, and I've done a lot of reading about this topic because as someone who's just really energetically connected, I feel people on a deeper level anyway. Yeah. And so when I have those encounters where it is this, like a, some type of a soul family or soul mate connection, like with Mio, it was like, we knew each other. It was like, we were sisters or something very like closely braided together. And even on first meeting, like in person, it was like, oh, this is so normal. This this is so natural. And so I tend to really reflect on that energetic drawing in as like, okay, what's happening here? There's something here that binds us together. And um, it could be for short term and it could be for long term, but this idea of like romantic connection. Yeah, people are searching for their soulmate, right? And you and I have been talking about this idea that what if you meet these people in your life at your different stages of growth and expansion? And it's really just the essence of your true soulmate coming through these, like working divinely through these people. Help other people yep. to help lead you down a certain pathway to get you ready for that ultimate union right and in that like bends my brain in a way that almost hurts right when you're trying to think about that because it's super quantum energetically like here's this part of you that's actually working through multiple individuals to help shape your divine feminine or your divine masculine to ready you for finally meeting them right and I just like <laughs> so then who are those people that you like work through are they soulmates or are they like these husks that are stand-ins right and it's just so yeah. bizarre to me it's very hard to articulate because you have the issue of okay so then where does free will come in how do mm-hmm. the birth charts come in because I can see people's birth charts and see their history and have the entire thing, entire thing validated, even down to their partners and romantic partnerships and business partnerships mm-hmm. are in this chart. So then my brain is like, hmm, does that mean that we are predestined for certain energetic interactions or points of impact, let's just say? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it's just a matter of who matches that 
in our life at that moment? Or is it truly like, um, you know, like when I do mediumship, if it's the soul that's coming in and stepping into the driver's seat, right. Mm -hmm. And a quote taking over to be able to communicate. Is it that happening? Is there something deeper, like soulful level coming in and like working through other people who are incarnated? Right. So you, like you often make reference to, I feel like the divine masculine is working through that person to like, wake me up to something. Right. And so like, it's this energy that permeates and works divinely through different conduits. People, Yeah. Different conduits. Cause I feel like since it's energy, it's almost like, you know, if you watch, um, did you watch soul or any kind of movie Mm -hmm. where like, so did you see how it was going, how the energy was going through the electronics and moving mm-hmm. through things? Yep. So then I'm like, huh, okay, because I know that's how energy works. Like you I just know had how- an, You just had an orb fly past your head too, by the way. I saw something out of the corner <laughs> of my eye. Yes. Yep. That's is the out white of my one. left side. Yes. <laughs> that's crazy. That's so funny. I just yep. saw it too. Like spirits um, moving around you. <laughs> So even, you know, listening to some uh, teachings and stuff like that, trying to gain more perspective on this topic. Uh, last night I was walking the dog and I'm like, okay, this street lamp is out and it's been out the entire time I was walking. So I'm like, all right, if, if soulmates are real, turn on the lamp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when I walked under it, that shit turned on. And it was like street lamp. It was off the entire time while I was down the street. So I was like, okay, that's weird. So then I had to run to the store walked into the store and it was loud music playing and I was in the middle of a transaction and their entire music system shut off and it just went quiet. Mm -hmm. So then I'm like super weird. And then this morning, same thing. Okay. I keep testing it. If it's real, if it's real, give me a sign. If it's real, give me a sign. And the sign I got was a specific time that I woke up this morning. I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, that's super weird. Yeah. Um, And that's one of your numbers that you see all the time. So I guess, you know, the point that Mio and I are trying to make is that there are actually, there's a wide range of definitions and explanations uh, out there, like what is a soulmate and what it, you know, is there just one and, or can there be, what's other, the point of it? Yeah. What's the point of it? So that's a really can, great question. Or like, can people even go an entire life without having these connections with people? I think not. I, I think, think you are destined to have these connections with your soul family, your soul group, because this is what you've pre-planned yes. before and, you've incarnated. And I think of like all experiences, like not just romantic, right? It's going to be like specific yeah. learning, specific friendships, and even like going through certain traumas together. And then there's the romantic, like the partnership one too. So I just don't, I mean, at the soul level, um, we just we're not loners, right? We have like a, we have a core group of souls that helps us on our journey and we help them. Right. So it's like, it's, and we choose to come into these lives together to have these like, you know, experiences or these plays that we act out to learn lessons. So maybe that's how we like dip into that question of like, what's the point of a soulmate? Definitely for growth, definitely to put that whole, you know, there's, and I don't even like using the term like born with like a hole in your heart. It's because mm-hmm. it's not like that because it's like the more you find yourself as whole when you're into yourself and you're healing yourself and you're loving yourself. Like, I feel like as that heals, then it's like you're able to draw in or magnetize yep. the right people into your life that help you on that purpose and that journey. 
yeah, I definitely feel like you are magnetized to these people. Um, you'll feel it's like walking into a room and feeling the eyes of like one person on you and mm. you feeling drawn that that's the person you have to go talk to for whatever reason. Um, you know, if that's the past life connection or, and that's another thing to talk about too. Like, so how does it work throughout these different lifetimes with past lives? Mm-hmm. Are you, I've heard one people, one people, one, one person, <laughs> one people, one person say, if something works well for you in one lifetime, that's why you repeat it in other lifetimes, not the mm-hmm. opposite way where, uh, what was the, the example I heard? They were like, okay, if you stole a horse back in another lifetime and it worked and you're like, Hey, cool, free horses. This lifetime might be about stealing cars because your soul, your soul is remembering your soul remembers how to do things. Think about it as a human. You do things out of routine. Yeah. You do what what you're good at. (laughs) So what if literally what we're doing in every single lifetime is exactly what we're doing, but with just different details, the people, the faces are different, different costumes, different characters, different costumes, different Mm -hmm. locations. Um but you're repeating the same pattern, like a record. Mm -hmm. And it could be that over the course of multiple iterations, we're talking past lives, right? Um, It's that what you have to learn and what you're choosing to learn together takes more than one iteration, right? So it's like the continuation of a story and the lessons that you're building on. And maybe perhaps that's why you choose to do it again and again and again with a certain soul, because you've made this agreement to go through all of this learning together and to only go through, you know, one semester of two years of school, you wouldn't get to your degree, right? So you choose to go through eight semesters of school with this person so that you can learn all the lessons to get the degree. So I think of, we're all about analogies. Have you noticed that? (laughs) Well, yes, yes. Because that's, that's how we make it easier to like understand digest yes Yes. let's let's focus on like a love soulmate since this is okay yeah let's 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 get Mm -hmm. down to the nitty-gritty let's let's talk about this shit yes we would say that the purpose of a soulmate is to learn right to spark some remembering to catalyze growth and in particular like romantic soulmates it's not just about like falling in love deeply and sharing your life with somebody um although that's part of it right Um, I truly believe it like a romantic soulmate, a partnership that way is to help mirror back to you the ways that you need to grow most as a person and be able to open up more and more and more so fully to unconditional love. Like it's this journey in understanding and um, uh, integrating unconditional love into your your way of being right so I think of like a romantic soulmate as Mm -hmm. as as that's like the ultimate goal is to grow toward learning how to practice unconditional love um and the bonus is like you're super attracted to them and your and their energy feels like home and you like just can't live without them that feeling of just I want to be with them all the time but in the same sense, you can have like the opposite effect too, where like, I love you so much, I hate you, right? Like 
Yeah, oh, like you, if it's you, distorted. <laughs> you drive me crazy. And that's when you know, like you're mirroring to each other places that there's significant wounding and needs healing. Mm-hmm. And that's also how you know it's a soulmate because they're triggering deep shit in yeah. you. Yeah, so that you have to look at it. Fun. happy valentine's day guys (laughs) yeah it's not fun it can be but at times it's not fun because it really challenges you to dig deep into like what are the ways to that you can be like purely vulnerable and open and and do that with love instead of like reaction and defense and um it really you know, it's really about addressing your insecurities, um, your openness, your ability to love in a non-distorted way. So many of us, we mm-hmm. come here and that's our biggest challenge is how do I love without the distortion of yeah. you know, all of our wounds. Without loving and finding people based off of your insecurities. Yes. And the external validation you need and what, you know, like choosing people yeah. based on like your worth and all of yeah because if, if you need constant external validation what happens when that stops you fall out of love mm-hmm. when someone stops making you feel good like that's when the self like that's why you need self-love that's why mm-hmm. you need to feel whole that's why you got to focus on your fucking self before you can focus on working something you know like you got to work you got to start there yes <laughs> so then my question to you is how do we know that we have found a romantic soulmate. Hmm. I know, right? <laughs> I know. Well, so, that's the end of our episode. <laughs> I know, right? So it's funny because, yes, anyway. So, you know. It's just like from the, the data that I've collected from all the couples I've ever worked with, it's the biggest thing is a sense of knowing. And that is why I think some people don't, or or it just comes out as if, you know, you know, Mm -hmm. because it's a sense of like two puzzle pieces, finally interlocking and like connecting and fitting. Mm -hmm. And it's like, probably, you know, there you, oh, there you were. Like, that's, you know, some, some people may, might jump into relationships like with different feelings and then it develops into a deep fondness. But I think when it comes to a soulmate, I think that there's no question. Um, I think it's undeniable. And... A romantic soulmate, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of passion. Like there's a lot of yeah, un- intense, un- yes, unexplained intense intensity energy. and passion where you just feel like you can't the, get enough of each other. Yeah. And I know some people who would be like, well, that's not how my relationship is or was we were friends and then it's just blah 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 or whatever right Mm -hmm. whatever their story but you'll know when you meet certain couples or certain like pairs and partners you're just like whoa Mm -hmm. this is literally the same person in two different bodies in a different in a weird way even with their quirks and differences you're Mm -hmm. like I can see why they work I can see how they complement each other um because you obviously like that soulmate like I feel if they're mirroring 
if their life is mirroring yours or the issues or healing is mirroring yours, yep. the details might not be the same, but it's a progression and it's a push pull or like that balance of the yin yang. Like, mm-hmm. um, I just see everything as being cyclical, balanced and patterned. So to the point where other people view it and they can see it. Right. So it's like, you like people looking from the outside at this can see it. They can notice it. Yes. I feel like anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes it can be like, there can be like an imbalance or not a mismatch, but like the frequencies between two people that are soulmates can be different and like especially in in maturity like spiritual maturity or emotional maturity even where yeah even though you are soulmates and you're in love um and you have a lot of issues um that's pointing to how it's not necessarily um a mismatch the time here mio (laughs) just pointing out her magic number um it doesn't necessarily mean that they're not your soulmate if there's lots of issues, right? Although that's something to take note of. Like you need to be in something that feels healthy and um, where you're honored and respected. But sometimes in a soulmate relationship, things can be so intense and so passionate, but there's also challenges or difficulty. And that can sometimes be like an issue of a mismatch in terms of- Unhealed wounds, man. Yes, and frequency, right? wounds, yeah. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we come together with that soulmate because of those specific wounds. And we know that the other is going to be able to help bring that up so it can be healed and then hold the space. Bring it up slash trigger it. (laughs) I was trying to be loving. It's, you know, Valentine's Day episode. So, um, and those really intense connections, we call them like the twin flame connections. Those usually are pretty, um, tumultuous and can be long lasting if like both parties can really get on board with working through all of the stuff. And those are the kinds of connections that they come over and over and over again across lifetimes, which is really cool too. So um, I am not super familiar with twin flame journeys. I'm just like getting, you know, diving into some of the details with that. But even in that journey, like the twin flame soulmate journey, there's such a wide perspective on what that, yeah. what that even is and like, you know, how, how it can even unfold. And like, it's just, it's bizarre. I'm such a minimalist, like <laughs> when it comes to my processes and beliefs on this stuff that I'm like, I feel like we overcomplicate it and it's probably not this big, long drawn out journey mm-hmm. thing where it's this and that. Like, I feel every single one of us has our own individual journey. We're all individuals, right? On a, on that level. So why would this be cookie cutter? Why would this journey or this explanation be cookie cutter? Yeah. Um, And you could have had shit written by somebody who might've been going through it at the time. It might've got popular and then they probably could have broke up with that person they got with their twin. (laughs) You know, you, you never know like what, you know, when you're digging into this kind of stuff, but um, well, and we are human trying to interpret something that is um, an energetic connection that we may not even fully understand until we leave these bodies and we have a different perspective, right? So totally, like our processing systems probably mm-hmm. just 
aren't there to translate some of this stuff. There is missing information is what I keep hearing is like, there's missing information. So that's why, you know, we always practice discernment when we're going through and, and researching this stuff and feeling into it and trying to understand it. Like there's just so many perspectives, but I would definitely say this too. Um, Cause some people worry, like they're never going to find their soulmate. Stop um, looking. Exactly. <laughs> because well, yeah, do your work, sort of. <laughs> do your yeah. work on you. And there's no way that you won't attract that person to you, right? There's no way that you yeah. won't cross paths. And I will say too, some people have chosen in their lives to have a singular journey, right? So like to not partner up. And that's part of what they chose to have in their soul journey this time around, right? So uh, maybe to experience that loneliness or that longing and never having it. And because um, that's very important information too, especially if we learn, I just had this revelation over the course of the last few days that our human experience is all about learning. We do our biggest learning through the heart space and through feeling, mm -hmm. not through, not through thinking, like we use mm -hmm. our brain to process information, but we do the biggest, like we learn and integrate the biggest lessons through all the feeling of yep. it. So you know, taking that into account, like anyone we do encounter what they evoke within us is going to be, and especially if it's intense, that's going to be incredible learning. Right. And so when it's, you know, it's a soulmate, when they evoke that stuff in you, those huge fucking lessons that you're like, that leaves you imprinted for forever with that information and that feeling and that integration. So I can't remember how I was going to bring this back. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's usually me getting I'm all kinds of downloads like, oh, as I was saying, no. that. but, but I think it was to, to the effect of like, no one perspective on what a soulmate is, is going to be correct because it's, it has to do with energy that we don't fully understand what you have. Oh, you're not going to miss, you're not going to miss your partnering if it's meant for you. Right. So yeah. your biggest responsibility in meeting this person and finding that is well, one, putting the intention out there and two, following your fucking heart, right? Like, like paying attention to those signs, like, where are you drawn to? Are you drawn to a certain location to move to? Like pay attention mm -hmm. to it, travel, like follow those whims. Right. And especially if they come at you over and over and over again, like, Oh God, I really feel like I got to go do this and well, go do it. Cause you might have to meet somebody and yeah. And they following that to, intuition. Yes. Yeah. Cause they could be there mm -hmm. that you never know what that. Yes. Yes. So like, and not panicking about it, like it's going to happen when you're ready for it. And when that person is ready for it too. And and you'll know it when it happens because there's such a magnetic draw. And I don't know, this is where I deviate from the, like, you have one soulmate. Oh, I definitely camp. don't. I don't think you have one. I no. think you have. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally, just, totally like, you know, like growing up. It's like, Oh, I think that there's that one person. No, I don't think that's it. I think there are various people that vibrate to your, that, that can go to the beat of your drum. I just feel like it's impossible <laughs> otherwise, right? Because wherever you are in vibration, there's going to be, I feel like we have a whole like 
line up, right? And wherever mm -hmm. we are in our vibration, they're like, oh, cue number 32, that's the same vibration, send them in, you know, and then, you know, you learn what you need to learn. Maybe it's Keep forever. Seeing the visual of like running track. Like if you're running around, you're running laps around the track, right? And so depending on where you are is who is at that side-by-side -side level of like yeah. who you're connecting with in those moments of like passing. And yes. some people you keep running at the same pace with, and then some people you take off, some people you leave behind, like, yes, <laughs> yes. And I do feel like some of these people we have like deep connections with, but we have specific soul contracts where it's only for a short period of time, or it's only for like a specific set of events or things you go through. Like some people come together only to, you know, to have kids, right. Their soul mm -hmm. contract together was to like have the mothering and fathering experience together as two souls, creating these other two, you know, like bodies mm -hmm. that can contain souls. And then that was your agreement. And then you move on. Right. And so, but other people like find each other and they're together for their whole lives and it's really beautiful. So I just feel like we have this and not to say like we have a lineup, right. And we're just like cycling through them. I do feel like there are these people that we are close with that agree like, okay, I'm going to be here and I'm going to be ready for when you're ready for this lesson. And I'm going to enter in and we're going to do this and you're going to learn it, you know, or, or not. Right. And then, you know, if we can't make it work, then it doesn't work. But if we can, that's amazing. And I feel like this happens unbeknownst to the human. <laughs> We talk about that all the time. Like, Mia, what the fuck is happening here? And she's, you're just like, hey, you're thinking about it on like the human level. Can you think about it on the 5D level? And then it's like, oh yeah, okay. So it's it's like we have to take ourselves out of trying to figure out all the pieces and then come back to the energy of it. And then it's really our journey in learning how to love ourselves so fully and so completely that we're then able to like reflect that back to someone else. And that's what our soulmates are coming in to help us discover ultimately. And so we may have to go through a number of them while we're going through these stages of awakening and maturing. Some of us more than others. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm right with you. <laughs> right. We're all learning. We're all here learning. <laughs> we're all learning. I'm just kidding. Oh, have you ever, so I'm, I'm just going to ask you this, we can keep it like vague, but have you ever had that deep connection with somebody? I would say yes. Yeah. Um, run multiple times in my life, like knowing, uh, the reasons why certain people were there, whether temporary or long-term, like seeing that, oh, okay, this had to happen because I had to learn this and I had mm -hmm. to learn this about myself. I had to learn my boundaries because of this or I had to learn, you know, from this person when to let go or this person when to speak up or this person, you know, it's literally like, I feel that whatever that counterpart is to me has come through multiple people in my life to like show me repeated patterns and like testing me again and again and again, like, okay, here we go. You ready? Okay, game time. Now, how are you going to respond? How are you going to react? Uh -huh. um, so getting you ready. Yeah, but definitely like there, there are people in my life with very interesting, fascinating connections that even to this day, I can't nail down that are just unexplainable. And mm -hmm. yeah. so far anyway, so far. Yeah. Yeah. We'll check back on. We'll see. <laughs> 
we'll see we'll, whenever we'll, do we'll it see check the next, in the next mercury retrograde <laughs> oh shit. Message. i'm just kidding. right oh my god yeah um it's really cool it is really cool and it and it's as long as you can stay grounded in your process right like you had mentioned right at the beginning of the episode is like don't become obsessive about it. Right? Yeah. Like when you become obsessive, you're, you're, you're missing the point of it. Like you're constantly bringing me back to this question of like, okay, what'd you learn? What are you learning? What is this showing you? And I love that about you because it's like keeping you grounded in your own process of discovery based mm-hmm. on how you're having interactions. And it is, it's all learning, right? So if we, when we become obsessive about what a connection is, that's when we start to try to force it. That's and that, when you start going crazy and you go crazy and you're trying to force something and then it won't work because that's not how energy works. Right. right. So, and that then is triggering your fear and your anxiety over losing something that I don't know, maybe you think is really wonderful or whatever, when you're supposed to just let it flow and when we're in that state of like fear and anxiety, that's when it goes to shit, right? That's when your wounds come up and yeah. <laughs> and, and honestly, I don't, I, I feel like with all of these lessons or things that we're in, in certain parts, certain things are going to be highlighted in different, different parts of our lives. And if you obsess, fixate, um, or something becomes one-sided, like if you maybe have awakened and maybe mm-hmm that other person's like, I have no idea what the hell you're even talking about, whatever. Right. Like you just, you, I hear all kinds of stories. <laughs> just mm-hmm. spe- speaking from what I hear. Um, fuck, what was I saying? Um, <laughs> Ooh, it's okay. Can I interject and maybe you'll please like, do. Okay. Or maybe it'll pick me back up where, where I was. Yeah. I don't, it's kind that. of tangentially related. Right. So I hope it does. Tangentially. You're such a Libra. I use big words. <laughs> I can always depend on you for correcting my grammar too. No, I don't ever correct your grammar. Oh God. No, not my grammar, my spelling. Oh Uh, really? Do I correct your spelling? I'm so sorry. You and my Libra. You and my other Libra best friend. And her name is so similar to mine. So it's like we're one person. This is hilarious. Maybe she's my soulmate. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) You guys? No. Okay, that's something else. That's I know, right? Anyways. Anyway, so what I was going to say is we can tend to, when we have these deep connections with people, we can automatically, like inevitably, we tend to mistake them for being romantic, right? Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Like not everything's going to be. Yes. Not everything is going to be. Not everyone's the one. Not everyone is the one. Not everyone's going to be your lover. Not everyone needs to have, needs to be a romantic partner, right? You can have those deep connections that are soul family. They are meant to help you understand how connection works, but they're not meant to be your one, right? And they can be the notification for you to realize that how much you desire Ding, because the maybe indicator lights. that's the indicator light where you're <laughs> yes. like, oh, I didn't realize how much that I was desiring to be desired or, or these are the qualities that I really want or yeah. Or this is yeah, how but I definitely if it, if it ever gets to the point where it's negative time consuming and it's hurting you mm-hmm. like release and let go 
refocus your attentions. Don't ever try to force anything like we were saying earlier. Like mm-hmm. the thing when it, the thing about creative flow and the thing about being in flow and, and in alignment is surrender and allowing things to happen via magnetizing. Mm-hmm. Uh, magnetization. Yeah, that will work. <laughs> that word works. Mag- magnetism, mag- magnetizing. Um, Things, we can make up words. We can totally yeah, I think make so. up words. Yeah, it's fucking, I make up words all the time. Um, okay. Yeah, so I think you just have to know what's healthy and distorted energies uh, and always just maintain like, what's the lesson that's going on here? Exactly. Why, did, why am I feeling this way towards this person? Mm-hmm. Why is there like, but don't, don't drive yourself crazy overthinking it. Just grateful. Okay, I acknowledge that I feel this connection with this person. I acknowledge mm-hmm. that. I don't know what it is. I don't know what, I've, you know, whatever, whatever it is you have to coach yourself on. Mm-hmm. Um, but just relax, chill. Yes. Yes. Let Re- life happen. Don't force it like the puzzle pieces. Just, just chill. Like mm-hmm. what's, what's meant for you will not pass you by guaranteed. I totally agree. And there, um, there are some affirmations that I've written down for other people at times too, where, um, like one of them is the partner I seek. And you could even say like the romantic partner or the divine romantic partner or divine counterpart that I seek is also seeking me. And I now release any blocks that are standing between us or any kind of wounds or So you can really just put yourself in this place of like, what I am seeking is also seeking me. And then you have to be really like deliberate about About what what you're seeking. (laughs) Yeah. What you want, because I'm telling you, like we have the ability to manifest anything. Cause if you go, I just, I don't care. I just want safety and security. Well, you might have just manifested yourself a stalker who won't leave you alone. Uh, right. <laughs> oh my God. It's like, you gotta, so you have to, you gotta put you the details very, in there. <laughs> so when you put your order into the universe, mm-hmm. you have to be, be careful because the universe will respond back exactly to what your intention is. Mm-hmm. So if you're constantly like, uh, needing, I need validation. I need validation. Guess what? You're going to track somebody mm-hmm. that doesn't fucking validate you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Or whatever, whatever. That, right? we, yeah. That speaks directly to our wounds. Like what is your intention for, you know, having this? And then when you have it, like when you, you get really obsessive about like not wanting to lose it, yeah. that's showing you what the wounds are. Right. So something like this, a soulmate connection, while it can be challenging to work through because you're going to be reflecting, mirroring back to one another, your deepest wounds, right? Which is what you agreed to do to each other with each other. So you could heal and become more open to unconditional love. Um, it shouldn't be difficult to like, you don't need to force it to be something like you're going to feel that magnetism to such a degree. That's so intense. You will feel them all the time. Right. Or a lot of the time you'll be able to like connect into how they're feeling like in your auric field or constantly feeling pulled. Yes. Even sharing telepathy, like being able to like have and not like full conversations, but you're catching thoughts or, you know, 
you're reading thoughts off of some, somebody just asked me that the other day. Right. And I was telling you about that. Like, well, yes, oh, yeah. I can, when you're connected, just you like- can, you can pick up on other people's thoughts and it's just the energy talking and yeah. that drawing in, right. When you're really connected, your energy speaks and it's like, you're one person. So that part of it shouldn't feel hard. It should be, be like so natural that it scares the shit out of right. you and you're like, what the fuck's happening? And then you get into it, right? You don't have to force that part. When you get into that kind of soulmate relationship, then you start discovering the ways that you get to heal together if you choose to do that healing together, right? Again, I mean, there's that whole discussion. There's always the sliding scale of everything. So yeah, you can have uh, these two soulmate energies, you know, humans that come together, mm-hmm. but that sliding scale of what an unhealed and un, what healed and unhealed energy looks like and relationship can vary because you can totally enter into a shit show of relationship <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with two unhealed souls. And if they're both unwilling to heal or face, you know, like it just it progressively gets worse because you're running the you're, you're forcing the relationship based out of ego and what this other person can do for you Distortion. versus yep. mm-hmm. the totally distorted versus like, if you're actually self-healing and self-aware and constantly aware of projections and mirroring and triggers and recognizing these things. And you're like, okay, as I work on these things, then things actually naturally progress and get better in my outward relationships with people. Mm-hmm. The more I can contain my emotions and my energy and like ground myself, then the better I am interacting with everybody else, including like all of our soul fam that's mm-hmm. closest to us that mm-hmm. can really, really push us and trigger us. <laughs> Yes. Which we ask them to do. Right. Yeah. 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 So, all right. Oh, go ahead. And those are the other soulmates, right? Like those are the friend soulmates. Those are the teacher soulmates. Those are the car, the karmics, right? So like, so like some of these soulmates have signed up to be like karmic lessons, which is karmically that's bringing up old stuff from like times past, like lifetimes where you're balancing out energy and you're learning lessons and you're saying, oh, okay, so I'll do this this time for you because, oh God, I had to do that. You had to do that for me before. And so it's like, it's really helping each other learn. Yes. The hardcore lessons. And those are relationships that are kind of challenging. Um, And a lot of times karmic soulmates are tend to be lovers, but they don't have to be like, we can have karmic relationships with our siblings with our children with our parents with friends let's talk about let's talk about the lovers though because yes. those oh, are often <laughs> the deepest most intense they're painful yes it's fucking painful when it's a karmic lesson right when it's, it's a, a karmic, karmic lesson mm-hmm. and even if you think about it before you even have awareness that this you know because obviously it's hindsight like i'm looking back at all these relationships i've had growing up that I'm mm-hmm. like oh my god I could totally see us like clearing out some shit and I hope I didn't create some new karma shit like in the meantime which I probably well, did yeah I mean but that's we'll find out <laughs> we'll find out after after yeah when I when I that get to life, little, that when life I do my life review. review when I get to watch my my lifetime seasons on Netflix <laughs> As a soul. It's going to be so cringy. (laughs) Like, oh God, I can't believe I said that. Oh, but. (laughs) But, Okay. So 
what are the, okay let's talk about some science like mm-hmm. let's talk about some fun stuff so okay. obviously besides the numbers if you oh, yeah. are did we even feeling... mention the numbers we haven't mentioned the numbers yet have we we've mentioned them in other episodes so I feel like what I have seen from people um they will see birthdays they'll see 911 they'll see even 69 yeah because 69 is like a yin yang yeah balance I think of the Pisces a cancerian oh yeah cancer yeah so it's like a one going into the next type mm-hmm. thing. Um, we just heavily distorted it because we're perverts, you know. We're, we're human, <laughs> stuck in our stuck in our root and sacral chakras. Yeah, and um, that's why we have bodies. Right? I feel like when <laughs> these soulmates pop up from, like, people always talk about. Also, like, oh my god, all of these songs will come on the radio, or like, I'll turn it on random, and it's these specific love songs with these like certain verses. Just the same way I talk about like having the signs that come through for me when I do readings, mm-hmm. except for it's geared from a place of their divine counterpart, yes, or their soulmate, like mm-hmm. sending messages through the airwaves that way, through the mm-hmm. music, through the signs, through the numbers, through the air, the flickering. Um, dare I say that sometimes you can even feel them in in your your energetic field and your aura like it, dare it's you almost, say it I would totally could, 1 million you, percent agree with you you could totally feel somebody entering into your space energetically mm-hmm. when they're like and because I'm visual I can sometimes feel or see like flashes of mm-hmm. things even if I'm doing a reading for somebody it's like if they're asking about it, I can feel the energy of the person that they're talking about mm-hmm. and feeling if it's a dead end or feeling if there's got energy or feeling if it's like, holy shit, I see sparks and flying and stars all around you and like, like explosive. Um, Woo! Yes. Fun stuff. Yes. Um, what else? What else? <clears throat> I tend to. Oracle cards. Duh. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So what comes The same up? way we get all our information. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, And we've already talked about like the body signs that you get. So like that feeling, that pull, that draw to somebody. Um, A lot of times too, oh, we haven't mentioned this. If you can't get them out of your head, I mean, like aside from being obsessive, right? Like just really in an unhealthy way, obsessive, right? A lot of times when somebody is really connected to you, they, you said they will come into your energy field and you'll be able to feel them, but they will also come into your mind, right? It's like when they're thinking about you, it's, it's like they're yanking on your etheric cord and they will, they will pop into your head out of nowhere. And when that happens repeatedly without you, like having, you're not looking at any material that relates to them. You just driving in your car or whatever. And all of a sudden they pop in. Um, Mm -hmm. that's them thinking of you and same for you with them. Like when that is happening, that's when, you know, there's a significant soul connection there and could be soulmate, right? Like could be romantic for sure. Um, especially if you're getting all the other stuff that comes through with it too. Like you said, the visuals, (laughs) when you can feel what they're like thinking about or feeling. So that's always fun, right? Yeah. That's, that's always fun. And sometimes zero way to validate. (laughs) No, there's just no way unless you call them up and be like hey 
I was just wondering what you're thinking about right now, <laughs> because that might not be something that's possible for you. Right. But it might, if, it might not even be there. Sub, it might even be subconsciously. Yeah. It could, because it could be there. It might not be D. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It might not even, they might not even know that you're the, the face yet. Mm-hmm. They could just be having a desire, like mm-hmm. knowing and a longing and like, oh, I just have this desire and this sense of knowing that there is this other half yes. wandering out there that I'm going to cross them someday. Yep. I don't know when, where, what time. I'm so like, glad you brought this up because a lot of people can feel their other, but have no idea who they are, but they know that there's that person because they can palpably feel them. And that's not just being wishful. Like, oh, I hope I meet my soulmate. That's, it's, that's not them going, oh my God, they're so hot. And like, no. I, hope I, cro- I hope I see yeah. them at the bar one day. Like, no, this is It's like- actually feeling that person and knowing like, okay, there's somebody there. I feel that person in my field and I just know it's going to happen and they just don't know who it is yet. It's totally walking in again, back into walking into the room and scanning it, looking for the eyes of the person that you recognize. That's what it feels like. You're like, you're walking into a party, knowing that that person's going to be there, mm-hmm. whoever it is or what, you know what I mean? But, uh, what else? I know. Just, right. I was just thinking, what have we not covered? So and soulmates chase each other through lives. That was another good question. Well, I think we kind of touched on it with like the past lives, but um, I've had past life regressions done or past life readings done where mm-hmm. she brought up other lovers in different lifetimes and multiple mm-hmm. times, you know, uh, having these connections with repeating certain them. people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I can't wait till you can like do an actual regression so I can see what the hell's like. I mean, we could specifically ask about that kind of stuff too. So that would be incredible. I'm just super curious because mm-hmm. it's like, I'm fascinated with the journey of the soul. Not even just this one, you know, incarnation, like a incarnation. Why yep, that incarnation. Okay. Okay. I was like, why did that sound weird? It's like looking at a word too long. I know. Um, but I just am fascinated with how the soul works and how these relationships work and why we have these connections and why how love works and how love can magnetize and draw and grow bigger and protect and like how we even water the word love down because we don't have words to articulate the Mm -hmm. facets of it like Mm -hmm. we can try we can break down the greek we can break down the latin but even then those are only like that's like me trying to sketch something that i saw in a dream and it's like, I can only grasp the essence of it, but right. I can never, I cannot fully express it um, mm-hmm. in its entirety, I guess. That was beautiful. I know. Right? <laughs> that was beautiful. I, I feel like I have stories that I could tell, right? That would just really bring a lot of this home, but I feel like... <laughs> We can't tell those just because of like the nature. Yes, we can't tell those kinds of stories yet. And maybe um, if we get permission from our clients mm -hmm. on an anonymous level, Mm -hmm. maybe we can share them if people are interested in hearing more about like this, these types of experiences. Yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah. But I, you know, I do want to reiterate too, like if you guys, 
you know, do research. There's a, there's a ton of information that's out there. Of course, you have to use your discernment and, but just read a bunch of stuff about soulmates, soulmate connections. What are the types of soulmates read about like twin flames and karmic soulmates, all that stuff, but just like see what resonates with you. And that's going to be what needs to be true for you right now. Right. Just feel that. And and really try to discern too, like, is that just because you're being hopeful, that's what you want? Or is it really like that on a cellular level, like on a soul truth level, that's what feels right. I know, like, um, I've just read a ton of stuff about soulmates over the years and just trying to understand what the connections are. And I know that I've had several people in my life, probably over the last, you know, 10 years, off and on, not, not a lot of people, just a handful of people that I have encountered in very synchronistic ways. So that's one clue right there. The synchronicity with which you cross paths, that's undeniable, right? Like what are the chances that that would have happened is what you would hear yourself saying. That's a clue right there. And then how you feel drawn into that person, like energetically, not just because you're like physically attracted to that person, um, but like energetically drawn in that you can't stop thinking about them or there's just something about them that you feel familiar. Those are going to be the type of people, the type of connections that are like soulmate type of connections. And undeniably, inevitably, every single time that I've met somebody like that, it was about a specific lesson for me to understand how energy works at that okay. level. Yeah. Okay. And each time I meet one of those, it's like a refining of how I understand the way energy works in the learning. So like, what does it actually mean to love and not just, you know, Valentine's day, whatever, you know, lover, <laughs> soulmate, but like, what does it mean to love on all those different levels? And you have this connection and can you have an attraction towards someone and love them at a much different level too. Like it's just this soul recognition. God, I just love that you exist. Right. And that I can feel you and understand that you were the one that was showing me that that's possible. Right. On an energetic Mm. level, if that makes sense. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. 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 Yes. I get that. Yeah. So each time I've met people like that, it's been like a specific lesson in how energy works and how I get to learn based on the way we recognize one another when we're not in these bodies, right? Ooh, that's, yes. So that was the download that just came right in. And it hit me earlier when I was in session too. Like we only do it this way. Our signature. Ridiculous, complicated way in our human forms because we can't remember how to recognize one another. So we have these people in our lives that are teaching us how energy works so that we can recognize deep connection, which is what teaches us about love, which is why we're here in these bodies. Dude, I don't know. We can see where that lands. (laughs) Hey, I feel that. I can understand that. Yeah. I mean, it feels like a truth because it's, because it's, yeah. As soon as, as soon as you're coming in and you're, you got that amnesia, you know, and we wouldn't learn if we knew, if think we about knew everything it. already, we wouldn't learn the lesson. And we think about like, even when you give birth and how that bond with your child, they can smell you. They know you, they know the sound of your voice. Mm-hmm. It's a recognition. So like, think about when you incarnate, you're, you're born, 
Mm-hmm. you're searching out the smell of that other soul. <laughs> I smell your energy. <laughs> it's true though. It's like, mine smells I, like cannabis. <laughs> I love it. If you're ever oh, wondering. God. Mine, yes. I don't know what mine is. Mine, like. mine smells like cannabis and expensive <laughs> perfume. <laughs> and snacks. You, you heard Just it follow here. your nose. You heard it, tacos, tacos. Yeah, follow your spiritual nose. So yeah, I do feel like it's a way for you to, um, you know, we recognize, you recognize each other energetically. It's your signature, like you just said. Yeah, so let us know um, (laughs) in whatever comments, reviews, (laughs) DMs. Let us know what your soul smells like. I want to hear (laughs) I want to hear the stories. I, I and if you would love or allow us to share at any point, mm-hmm. you can always send us some video, uh, not video recordings, but some voice <laughs> recordings. If you want to share, yeah, yeah we're going to get some interesting videos. I bet. <laughs> no, no. Ooh, wasn't you expecting. S- you said send video. No, I'm I was like, yeah, you have to be very specific with the universe. Remember, <laughs> we do. <laughs> we do. Oh my God, we have some stories about that too. So that's hilarious. Time, hilarious. Yes, we would so, definitely love to hear from you guys. What your your take is on this? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, please leave us review, screenshot, and post your reviews of us on your Instagram. Anything like that. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking I might be doing maybe, you know, every time you review or leave one, we'll maybe you can put in for a drawing for like a free little birth chart reading or something, or like a, maybe a souls and stardust reading or something. Or Or, yes. Yeah. Or maybe even when we get our, finally get our decks printed that we could give a free deck or something. Well, everybody, thank you so much for joining us again and again and again. And for this little mini-sode on soulmates and connections and love and lessons and all that shit in between, uh, what is this teaching you? What lessons are you learning? Exactly. Let us know. Yep. And thank you again for for listening. We appreciate your time. Oh, we love you. (laughs) Until next time, we'll see you soon. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Souls and Stardust. Connect with us on Instagram at Gratitude Maven and at Your Intuitive Friend. Until next time, stay Stay magical. magical.